What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are in a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and here today we are reviewing the second movie out of our Alien in Review series, Aliens, the one that came out in 86. But you can also catch our other review series that we're starting, X-Men in Review, where I'm, re- I'm reviewing all of the theatrically released X-Men movies in the order of release date. So that series will be going on concurrently with Alien in review. Now, as far as the Alien movies, I am reviewing all of the Alien movies. Alien 1, 2, 3, and 4. Then we're going to jump into Prometheus and Alien Covenant. And then uh, I think we're going to cap off the series with the uh, AVP movies. Or I may do those in between the Prometheus and Covenant. Uh, I may just do release date on these. I'm not sure. But we're, all those movies will be reviewed at some point, And we're going to be watching them all back to back to back for the first time. For the first time ever. I have seen one and two going into the series. I have seen the first AVP movie. And I have seen Prometheus. All the others I have not seen. I've never seen three. I've never seen four. I've never seen Covenant. And I've never seen the uh, last AVP movie. So it's going to be interesting to see where these movies fall for me because I hear 3 and 4 are not that great but they're still entertaining so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see but the the real key to this is is yes the audience opinion about the movies because everybody apparently loves like they say aliens is one of the the best sequels of all time jumping into this review without any spoilers of my review I'm not as high on it as everyone else is. So we'll get into that. But you can check out my first review of the first movie, Alien. It's up on the site or up on the channel as well. Uh, Still love that movie. I kind of want to watch it again. It's just an absolute masterpiece. I think it's one of the best horror movies of all time. And I'm not going to review I'm not going to review the first one, okay? You're, y'all going to start getting me on a soapbox of the first movie and how much I love it. Uh, but if you want to check that review out, go check it out. This one... Aliens, let's do it. Uh, but before we jump into our review, you can go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. And there's a $5, $10, and a $20 tier. You can support us at any of those tiers, and you get access to a slew of content. Patreon-exclusive content, I must say. Uh, we have an anime podcast. We have a music review podcast. And then you get extra reviews in our genre series when we do those. Uh, from from this Surfing the Stream channel. And then you get the two-game podcast as well. It's usually about three hours, three to four hours of content each and every week. And all you have to do is support us at the $5 tier to get access to all of that. And you get to help pick out what we do each and every week. Our Patreon supporters are the ones that picked both of these series, the X-Men and the Alien series that we're doing in review right now. So go check that out. Patreon.com slash 2Game. Thank you to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this. So let's jump into Aliens. Let's do it. Ready to talk about this movie. 57 years after surviving an extraterrestrial attack aboard her space vessel. That sounds really dirty when I read it out loud. Uh, Shout out, maybe? Uh, Officer Ripley awakens from hypersleep and tries to warn anyone who will listen about the merciless space creatures uh, that she encountered. 
This movie was directed by James Cameron, who has directed... I mean, do I count the Avatar movies? I mean, he's directed the first one, but do I count like, the 20 sequels that he has planned? I don't know. But Avatar, Titanic, Terminator, Terminator 2, which is uh, one of the best movies of all time, one of the best action movies of all time. I think if I remember serving me correctly, it is my number one 90s action movie of all time. And I put it ahead of probably one of my favorite movies of all time, which is Mask of Zorro. So that, that's how highly I think uh, T2 is. And then he directed uh, True Lies and The Abyss. Which, I just want to take like a, like a brief little sidebar for a second. So when I'm, when I'm reviewing these movies, I try to be objective a little bit. Like Terminator 2. Obviously, that is a significantly better movie and a significantly better action movie than Mask of Zorro is. But, if I'm being honest with myself... Uh, Max Zorro is, as of now, it's definitely in the top five, maybe top three favorite movies of all time for me. So how do I put that above a movie that I know is just, technologically speaking, technically better, uh, a better movie than Max Zorro? So I try to be objective a little bit in my, in my reviews, okay? So just going into this review, just know I'm trying to be objective as possible uh, with what they're trying to do. And uh, that's how I give my suggestions and my recommendations on if you should watch this or not, or if you should ultimately skip it. This had a budget of $18.5 million, and it grossed worldwide $131.1 million. It stars Sigourney Weaver, Michael Biehn, which is... I just reviewed a movie... Oh, Tombstone. Yeah. So, he is making a... uh, couple of movies here and there on our on our review channel bill paxton as well uh playing bill paxton the runtime is two hours and 17 minutes and it was released on july 18th 1986 fun fact time in both the standard and special edition versions the 15 minute countdown at the very end of the film is actually legit 15 minutes and according to Bill Paxton, he improvised a majority of his lines. So I was talking to Nick Ziegler, who is my partner in the ambulance, and he's done a few reviews on, on this channel uh, as well. And he's going to be doing the Ninja Turtles review series as well with me. Uh, that will come out eventually. I'm going actually going to... We, ha- we have to review them every other week. And once I get the entire series done is when we are going to start releasing that every uh, every week. So... That that series will come out eventually. It's gonna it's gonna be a while, but he's we were doing that series with me, and I was telling Nick when I was wa- when we were watching the movie Aliens, I was like, it sounds like Bill Paxton is just I mean, he is playing Bill Paxton in this movie, but it just sounds like he's improving every single line, and come to find out, he improvised a majority of them. Sigourney Weaver's Best Actress Academy Award nomination for the movie was the first ever for an actress in a role in an action movie. I had no idea that she got nominated for this movie. No idea. And I guess we'll just kind of just go from here and just kind of talk as these, because there's some fun facts here, I think, that I kind of want to discuss. Uh, there are there will be spoilers throughout this entire review, so if you have not seen Aliens and you're at all curious about it, go check it out and then come back to this movie, or this review, excuse me. So Sigourney Weaver apparently won, uh, got nominated for Best Actress. I did not know this. 
And I think she is the the one bright spot in this. I say one bright spot. It's, it's not that I don't like this movie at all. I, I think she did a really great job in this movie. I, I kind of crave more of her throughout this entire movie. Like, she did a really great job in one, and then she does even better in this one. I'm not sure which Ripley I prefer. Do I like the one in the first one? Do I like this one? Because, obviously, I love Alien a lot. Like, the more I think about it, the more I just absolutely love that movie. But, I think she gets more to work with here, and they give her more more writing, some better dialogue, and they give her a chance to actually be an actress and be a character in this movie. So, I think I will agree. I think she... She kind of deserved the nomination for this. The alien nest that was, uh, the alien nest set, excuse me, can't read my own handwriting, was uh, kept intact after filming. It was later used as the Axis Chemicals set for Batman 1989. When the crew first entered the set, they found most of the alien nests still intact. And I'm kind of trying to picture what the uh, Axis Chemicals set kind of looked like and kind of picture this, and I can't really picture it. And I just watched the movie. Aliens is considered by marketing experts to be the savior of the Fox studio, which was in a desperate need of a hit at the time. So I'm, I'm curious as to this, as obviously Fox is no longer a studio. They sold off their, all their stuff to Disney. So technically Disney owns Aliens, the, the franchise. Curious where they go further in the series now, now that Disney owns them. Uh, so that's all up for debate. Like, do they have like a separate division that will make these R-rated movies, these more adult-oriented movies, or they just let it hibernate and then not do anything with it? I just can't see them buying Fox for billions of dollars and then never using these properties. But it's it's interesting to me to see that aliens uh saved Fox from failing in the uh, the mid-80s, mid to late 80s. That's very interesting. Now, this is the this last little fun fact is kind of the one thing that I really want to talk about. Entertainment Weekly voted this movie as the 42nd greatest film of all time, and it is the greatest pure action movie ever made. So, two things to digest there. 42nd greatest film of all time. I don't think this movie is in my top 100. Yeah, take that. Take that for what I just said. Not even in my top 100. I I've, I don't want to jump into... I guess, fuck it. We'll jump into the uh, to the review. I I enjoy this movie. I, I think it, it works for what it is. But it's a completely different movie than the first one. Now, when I was watching this movie with Nick, he said this is a pure uh, horror action movie. And I'm like, but is there horror elements in this movie? Because there's not any horror elements from the first one. The first one is one of the most influential horror movies of all time. And it's such a great like sci-fi horror movie that you can see that spread sprinkled throughout movies over the, that came after it. This one, I wouldn't even consider it a... And going to the fact that it's a greatest pure action movie ever, I don't think it's a pure action movie. 
because that comes across as it doesn't hit any subgenres such as horror or sci-fi or anything like that. So that statement really doesn't make any sense to me. I think, if anything, it is a sci-fi action movie with some horror tones, horror themes throughout. So if you count, so if you disregard the sci-fi part of it, then, I mean, you still have the horror subgenre attached to this movie, so I don't know how this can be the greatest pure action movie ever. And it's not the greatest pure action movie. It's not even the greatest action movie ever of any movie. Uh, Terminator 2 might be the greatest action movie of all time. I and It's not even just the 90s. It, it may just be the greatest action movie of all time. And I, it would be interesting to see if I ever get to like the 80s action movies and the uh, late the 20s and the 10s and the, uh, you know, post-2000, you know, uh, action movies. Is, is Terminator 2 still one of the greatest action movies? I think it is. I don't think it even comes close. So, to say this is the pure, the greatest pure action movie ever, I have to vehemently disagree with that. And then, 42nd greatest movie of all time, I I, I disagree with that completely. I, I don't think it makes my top 100. I really don't. And it's it's not going to be end up being one of my favorite movies of all time. I can understand the the influence, the influentialness, uh, if that's a word. If not, I just made it a word. Uh, behind this movie, I understand why people love it, and I can see why it's considered one of the the best movies of all time. But to name it number forty two, I mean, I don't want to sit here for twenty minutes and just ramble off some of the movies that I think are better than this movie, because just even even objectively looking at other movies, I can name 50 that are better than this movie. Like, maybe not even, nece- not even necessarily the ones that I, I necessarily like. I can name 50 that are be- probably better than this. So I don't know how it became 42, but it is what it is. But jumping into this review, I'm going to be a little bit negative in this review, but just know that I do like this movie, and I like it for what it is. But when I compare it to the first one, and that's the issue, I compare it to the first one, and I really shouldn't, and I know I'm breaking my rule when I compare it to other movies. I should just compare it and review it as a singular movie. So I will make one statement, and I will say this. It comes nowhere near being as good of a movie as Alien, the original. Nowhere near. I think the first one did such an amazing job with horror and playing with your expectations of the jump scares and whatnot, that it, this just it comes nowhere near it. It really doesn't. Now, this one, the the main issue that I have with this movie is the pacing. It feels like the first hour is just a slog fest. It just it feels like it moves at a snail's pace, and it almost gets like a not, this is kind of a a little bit of a bad little remark that I'm about to make, but I I feel like it fits. The first hour feels like a Zack Snyder movie, where Zack Snyder gets, like you know in recent movies, he has like two and a half, three hour long movies, four hours in some case, and like what do you do with that time? And that's kind of what happens in the first hour of this movie. What, what, What exactly do they do with that time? They didn't do character development. I mean, you get some, you get a lot of the personalities of the characters, yes. Uh, but as far as developing them any further than that, I wouldn't say they did a great job of that. Uh, but 
like Sigourney Weaver, Ripley, uh, they did a great job with her. I think they set the stage for all the characters, or the, the main characters anyways. Michael Bean's character, and then you got the uh, the android. I think they did a good job of you know setting him up. Uh, and then the uh, the little girl, I can't think of her name off the top of my head, but the, uh, the little girl in the movie. They do a good job of not really explaining who she is. Apparently, they explain a lot of that in the the extended edition, the special edition movie. I didn't watch the special edition. I watched the theatrical version. So, I, I'm... That's really a bit of a nitpick. I, I get it. Yes, they do do some developing of the, the main characters. Bill Paxton's character, they... I wouldn't say they develop him. He just has he's just he's just Bill Paxson playing Bill Paxson. That's really what it is. So as far as going past the personalities, you don't really know who any of these characters are, and they don't really go into that. I mean, I, I would have preferred them jump into a little bit of who they are more so than just steadily walking. It feels like a walking simulator uh, for most of this movie because that's all they're doing is just walking through tunnels. That's all they do. And nothing really ever happens. And it's just minutes upon minutes of them just walking and looking at wreckage. That's all it is in the first hour of the movie. Now, the back hour, hour and a half is is, is pretty good. I, I think it saves the movie, especially the last hour. Uh, I think is really where the movie kind of shines for me is that back hour. Now, did they need to make this movie longer than the first one? I don't necessarily think so. Like I said, I think this movie is probably about 15, 20 minutes too long. Uh, I know the special edition is even longer. So I, sh- I, should- I should watch the extended edition just to see if I feel better about the movie. It just seems like like the runtime is hollow for a majority of the time. And when I was watching it with Nick, he was like, you don't like this movie? And I'm like, I mean, I like it. But I wouldn't consider it the 42nd greatest movie of all time or this amazing action movie. It's not one of the best sequels of all time by any means. It's just... So I I get why people like it and it kind of spun the... It kind of gave the horror genre a different subgenre, if that makes any sense. It put action in the horror genre, which I can understand is, is influential and whatnot. And I can understand why people love it. But just me personally, I'm just not as high on it as as everybody else. And it could just be me. I don't know. As far as the story and everything, I the story is actually really good. The writing is really good. So I can't fault it for that. It's it's taken that simplistic story from the first one, and it just improves on it like tenfold. As much as I love the original, the original is such a simplistic story. They they're out and about in the, the galaxy. They land on this planet, and the alien attaches to one of the crew members, and they go back into space, and they fight the alien, and then you know they get in a little skate pod, and she kicks the alien out of the pod. That's basically the story. This one, you know, they're they're setting up a stage on going back to the planet. They get back to the planet. They got this little B plot with the kid, and then you got all these other additional characters, and then you got the nest, and it's just it's more of an expansive story. And I give it credit for when credits do it. the 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 story is actually really good in this movie, and that's a credit to James Cameron. He does actually he does a pretty good job of writing stories. I, I'll give that 
give him to that. But sometimes I think James Cameron thinks James Cameron is is absolutely phenomenal and his crap don't stink. Like True Lies, I, I think is a great it's a good to great movie. I, I think did I review that movie on this channel? I'm not entirely sure. It may have been a Patreon exclusive. But sometimes I just think James Cameron just thinks he's amazing and he can just do whatever the hell he wants. And it's like he's flaunting. He has like an ego or something like that. I don't know. That could just be me. But overall, I do like this movie, but some of it just falls flat on me. I think the first hour is really what holds it back for me. Now, granted, I was rather tired going into this movie. Okay, I watched it on the ambulance. It took us, uh, I want to say like five or six times to actually finally watch this movie. We had to stop it like five or six times uh, over the course of an entire 12-hour shift. So and I was falling asleep for that first hour. The last 30 minutes, I was fully awake for, so I enjoyed the last 30 minutes. So the first hour is really what got me. But again, going into it, I was really tired. So big disclaimer right then and there. But this is probably the third time that I've seen this movie. And the first couple times I've seen it, I didn't really see what was so amazing about it. I kind of have the same opinion that I, that I do now back then. So I don't feel like my opinion is is compromised in any way by me being a little bit sleepy. So I like it. I think it's a good movie. I don't think it's one of the best sequels of all time. I think... There are definitely several other sequels that are significantly better. Uh, Terminator 2, uh, even the Lord of the Rings movies. If we're just going by the number two movie in a franchise, uh, The Dark Knight, uh, Two Towers, as much as I dislike that movie in comparison to the the, the trilogy, uh, I, I like Two Towers, don't get me wrong. But in comparison to the other two, uh, it's my least favorite. But Two Towers is better uh, there's just a bunch of bunch of movies that are better, in my opinion, as far as sequels. And then, if I'm going to go watch an action movie, I'm not going to watch Aliens. I'm going to go watch uh, Terminator 2. I really am. So, I like it. I think the score is, is great in a lot of spots. I really do. I think the score is great in a lot of spots. But, it also falls flat in some spots for me. Uh, I think they do a great job with the horror theme... Uh, score in in a lot of spots. Uh, sometimes, like I said, it just falls flat for me. Like, they did an impeccable job in the first one, in my opinion. This one, they did a good, good to great job. Now, I mentioned in the first one that it looked like it aged. It, like, it, like, you can tell the age. Like, it is bad. This one feels like it hasn't aged at all. Like, I love the look of this movie. I think it looks incredible. It hasn't aged a lot. You can tell this is right around the time of of the Terminator because I think he did this in 86. And I think Terminator came out two years later or did it come out three years later in 89? I'm not entirely sure. I think it came out in 89. So anyways, Terminator came out in this and they both kind of look similar as far as the feel of the movie. This one might look better than the Terminator as far as like the the look of of the film and whatnot. It just it looks better. So I will give that to this. This movie looks pretty good and it still holds up to this day. Yeah, there's some spots in it that don't really hold up as well. But for the most part, this is a really good movie. 
and even the CGI looks great, but they they try to do more special effects, more practical effects than CGI, so got to give them credit for that because practical effects are always better than CGI. But that's just James Cameron in general. He, he does that, and got to give credit when credit is due. So the movie looks great. I uh, like the score. love the story. The characters are held back a little bit for me, and they could have cut like 20 minutes of them walking around looking at shit in in the movie. I mean, that's just that's just my opinion. And cut this right around, uh, I don't know, an hour and 50, two hours long, and I think it would have flowed a little better. The pacing is really what drags it down for me in that first hour. But even with all those complaints, I think it is a three and a half. Three and a half stars. I think it's a pretty good movie, uh, but I'm just not as high on it as everybody else. I know everybody else is giving it fours to fives. Uh, I'm just I'm not as high on it as that. As far as the what you can buy this at, you can buy this on Vudu for fifteen dollars. I think the trilogy, the quadrilogy, excuse me, was thirty four dollars. Don't quote me on that. Thirty four dollars. I don't know. I wouldn't spend fifteen dollars on this. But y'all know my rules. Uh, it came out in eighty six, so I shouldn't be spending more than five bucks on this movie. And I already own the Blu ray, so I am. This isn't worth getting on digital for me because I probably will never watch this uh, again. Like, I like it, and I can watch it again, and if I ever go back to the series, I will watch it again. But to just sit there, like, on the ambulance one day and be like, hey, I kind of want to pop in uh, Aliens, that's not going to happen. You know, it's not like Terminator where, huh, I kind of just want to watch a really good action movie. Oh, let's watch Terminator 2. Just randomly put that in. Aliens, no. Uh, up to this point, I am going to watch Alien over Aliens. And I, I, does anybody else have an issue with the title? I really just did not like it. Like, they, I wish they would have gave it like a sub, a subtitle instead of Aliens. It just, it really throws me off. I, I don't know. I, I feel like the, I, I get why they name it Aliens because there's a shit ton of aliens in it. And it makes sense for the title. But I don't know. I, I kind of just, I would prefer like Alien 2 or Alien 2 slash uh, shit ton of aliens as a subtitle. I don't know. Something along those lines. But y'all let me know where you sit at with this movie. Am I too, did I crap over this movie uh, way too much? Or did I not crap on it enough? Uh, should this movie really be considered the 42nd greatest movie of all time? Uh, is it the greatest pure action movie of all time? Let me know. Uh, on our Facebook, on our Twitter, wherever, twogamepodcast at gmail.com. You can email me there and let me know your thoughts, and I will I will read them on our next review. Or go to patreon.com slash twogame. Uh, support us there, and you can comment on this particular post. We can start a little thread, uh, whatever you want to do. Uh, but y'all let me know what you think about it. I appreciate y'all joining me for this review, and I will catch y'all next time.